Hola Madre, this is welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real podcast. Um, it hasn't been even 12 hours, you know, has it been 12 hours since, no. since our debacle? Um, barely, barely been um, eight or nine hours, but we are back, back here again because, you know, we got to, we got to keep things ticking. Um, we can't really dwell on a loss like that. Um, I didn't take it well, you know, so many of our, you know, listeners didn't take it well, I know that for a fact even you know ashik was um you know truly truly you know um cutthroat on in his in his uh you know takeaways from the game especially regarding some of our senior players but um it is what it is we have to move on today is a new dawn a new beginning you know um for, for a lot many reasons you know um i'll basically put forward the um uh the 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 question whether you know we're gonna are we gonna really go ahead and you know like prove our doubters wrong and you know um prove prove it to the fans that it was just two away trips to the metropolitano that that basically you know was the uh the blemish on an otherwise brilliant season um so far you know um it is a tough place to go it's not easy easy pickings you know when you're traveling away to atleti but against almeria on sunday i guess it's a very early kick off uh, mid day kick off in spain um it is absolutely and uh, you know the perfect occasion for us to you know get back to winning ways and you know kind of lift the mood around the place cuz um i noticed you know so many of the guys uh, they they're off social media you know nobody post anything you know nobody really you know um posted stories or even even posted uh, at least i'm happy that we don't do the apologies thing like what you know manchester united you know players do but um i'm pretty sure they they kind of reflecting upon you know a trophy that potentially you know had um a potential that we could have won sometime you know april may we just basically you know threw away um like we discussed yesterday um jacob but yeah man welcome my co panel um esteemed co-hosts Jacob and Farooq um before i get to you i would like to you know uh, have uh, i would like to take the opportunity to you know um announce the uh, announce a very special partnership with manscaped it has been you know under the wraps for maybe like 3 or 4 days it happened very quickly um i didn't expect an email at like maybe we like what, what was um 10 pm 11 pm my time i i just didn't expect that i was thinking it was potentially somebody who was you know uh sending spam but it apparently was uh lois you know the, one of the uh, talent acquisition um representatives at, at manscaped and yeah like we we are basically on board um having a sponsor for the very first time um in, in the podcast two and a half two and a half year run you know so um it's pretty special i'm not going to lie um this is a step that uh, should have come sooner in in my opinion but you know it, it is what it is we we take it uh, as how it, how it goes you know we really um put our blood and sweat in, into this podcast you know like from day one we have been um up and running um and you know like really been um uh, doing this you know like i've always said juggling uh, a lot of things you know whether it be uni work family life different people so this is this is super special um this is another way uh, i repeat a very very brilliant way uh, to show some support to the channel show, show some support to you know what we do um especially if you've been uh, a long time follower i would kindly request you to you know click the link in the description below you know it'll, it'll take you to manscape.com and uh, use our unique code lbr20 i repeat lbr20 to get 20% off on um, any order basically any order um and get the benefit of free shipping as well so like i i did go through um their their catalog they have a lot of you know um amazing like not just below the waist grooming they are you know they're basically pioneers in below the waist grooming but they also have a lot of um um apparel as well loungewear um boxes t-shirts for quest selling they have um nail cutters right um no strimmers uh, wide arsenal of you know 
men's men's grooming stuff um and uh, yeah even for the ladies if you want to gift some something to your to your to your hubbies or to your boyfriends you know valentine's day is coming up it's super fit occasion perfect excuse um so yeah again super super happy to be you know part of the manscape family um i didn't see that happening you know so quickly in the in the span of 3 4 days so big up louis um um our um rep, our rep basically at manscape for you know making it super smooth um we are still awaiting you know the products to get delivered like it will be delivered hopefully in the next couple of weeks you know farooq and you know doris and mo are going to be waxing lyrical of you know how you know manscape basically changed their lives hopefully for the better you know once they uh, wrap their uh, minds around you know how to basically you know um get the best use of out of it cuz it is it is it is going to be definitely uh, a lot of gags a lot of giggles 100% um you know but play safe boys play safe that's the only that's the only thing um, you know i would i would suggest um but yeah i mean without further ado let's get to let's get cracking let's get down to the business um uh, i'll come to you farooq especially um because you you weren't here you know last night you know, how how was the how was the general feeling and you know um did you expect us to be knocked out in the fashion that we did uh actually you know like uh, i would have you know getting away like getting knocked out from atletico it's fine you know it's not a big deal but it's the way we got knocked out you know you considered four goals three of which basically we you know like gifts you know like things that should not have happened and then you know on the other end of the pitch you know uh, you also had the whole issue with Vinicius Junior so honestly it was just a very very bad loss all in all like you know you can lose by you know the team the other team was better than you but i actually didn't feel that just that's that's a sad part you know when we played at letco you know at the metropolitan at the beginning of the season like you can put your hand to your chest and be like okay yeah we lost to the better team you know but yesterday we lost and actually i, I was listening you know to what, what jacob was saying that's the thing like you know this is this is something that we thought we were past you know that the bad pass the goalkeeper you know these are things that we did not you know we no longer come to expect or maybe we take for granted so i feel like for me that that was a down you know the let down like you know why are we losing you know in such a schoolboyish fashion it was you know honestly it was a shame honestly 100% jacob i need and ask you much about you know yesterday's game but waking up today um did it feel better did it you know sink a, a bit better to you know um take some time off to reflect on you know what unfolded last night man i was pretty okay with it uh, i was kind of accepting of the fact uh, it was almost like a therapy session right just talking to you uh and i was i thought i was done with my sadness but then i opened twitter and i opened instagram and i saw all the trolls all the athleti fans and the barca fans again it's absolutely spoiled my mood uh still not uh, overcome it yet but uh, i think we've had some time to reflect and it's just that uh, the major takeaway uh, to take away from all of that is we still are not like uh, the team uh, we're not still the team who goes unbeaten by like 21 games right we've lost that unbeaten streak uh, there's a lot of questions posed to the backline uh, maybe it was just atletico getting lucky or maybe it's just us losing concentration after the final because we won a trophy and then that can you know mess mess you up and uh, make you lose motivation so maybe it's because of that but hopefully like i'm going to be taking a very close watch at the next few games seeing if we can actually maintain a bit of uh, concentration in defense and in attack if it doesn't go that way in the next two games there's going to be real questions asked mm. man i i just hope you know it doesn't get messy because um, you know how often football like it 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 kind of you know uh, makes us question like some some of the some of the storylines you know it it weaves it, it just makes us question maybe i've seen that before right like we have seen certain situations um um unfold in the fashion that it does before 100% because history more often than not repeats itself um whether it be life or whether it be you know uh, in, in the case of football and especially if we go down to you know um really not kick on from here and uh, lose a bit of momentum people are going to be quick to spring on the you know the bandwagon of oh was carlo renewed a bit too early you know um 
why was he trusted uh, with with the reins mid season you know without anything substantial under the bag without a trophy without you know um without even hitting um you know the knockouts of the champions league like uh, why was he um you know renewed um to that you know like he'll have to answer the hard questions Man, you know like, in, he in, have in, to answer in, anything yeah. like he's exceeded mm-hmm. all expectations mm-hmm. that we had since the start of the season we did not expect us uh, to be unbeaten for so many games at the top of the league at the top of our mm-hmm. group in the UCL uh, like it was a i mean carlo but had right nothing now, to do like, carlo had nothing to do with that loss it was just no i know i know but still but still it's his team right the the blame you know and, and the questions are definitely going to be reverted back to him as well it's not going to be all on the players you know it's like how many how many of our fans are going to really turn on the players like yeah they're going to turn on a few of them few obvious ones but the general question would be like why doesn't carlo push for a striker or why doesn't carlo you know um you know like basically implement better tactics why didn't we we you know uh, take our chances why didn't we play a bit more proactively like questions will be asked man like and especially to what you just mentioned yes we didn't expect to be in this situation right like i was over the moon for maybe not so much but i was completely blown away by the, by the start we had but like going back to what i was mentioning earlier like if we slip up and lose you big games you know the questions will definitely be asked especially regarding his renewal um i mean it depends on what yeah. you define as big games the point is that mm. if real madrid goes out to man city like i don't think anyone is going to come here and say if real madrid goes out to bayern no. like, i think i think mm. the issue comes the issue now becomes is you know like as you rightly pointed out you know it's mm. like after what point do you actually understand that okay like you need to cage certain players and by certain players i'm referring to vinicius junior only and only you understand mm. because this is a, this is the thing you know like you talk about you know as rightly you guys pointed out like i might say whatever i i my reservations about carl and soluti but i will never pin yesterday's game on him or lack mm. of tactics or lack of planning no definitely mm. those were three three goals that i honestly don't know how they were considered but anyways they were considered somehow so there is no amount of coaching that can prepare for this you understand on the other hand there is no amount of coaching that can also prepare you for what vinicius junior did last night this is just the thing you understand so like for whatever reason or what it is or what it is not i genuinely do not believe that we are at this point of the season right now and the fingers should be pointed at carlo definitely not i never wanted him to renew definitely but i also understand the fact that this is the guy who is the best suited to what real madrid does you understand so this is this is just the fact so i i genuinely believe that you know it just goes back to after after what points like do you and i think it started actually because you can see fingers have been pointed at vinicius junior right now you understand okay when you win it's all fine and good but then when you don't win these things are more exaggerated they are more highlighted and i mean there is no i in my opinion right now honestly the, the game against atletico madrid is more fun than playing classicals in my opinion so it has exceeded the classical at least against xavi's barcelona the games against atletico madrid have exceeded the the, the classicals so this derby is in my opinion the biggest game we play Adidas in Spain and in the biggest game in Spain that's when Vinicius Junior was doing what he was doing I mean everyone knows what Diego Simeone is but come on like I mean there is a limit to everything bro there is a limit to everything I mean I I, I think someone shared a video where he was showing his seven fingers to Simeone like what does seven mean you have a jersey on the back of your mouth for three for three months and you're pointing seven really what he did that I didn't see that he did that what my goodness what does seven mean you haven't won jack shit it's okay with vini 20 yeah you won you won the champions league cool but with vini seven you haven't done jack shit bro you know so these are the things that you know as i said when you win yeah everyone oh yeah you love the shit house you know that but when you lose these are things that are exacerbated and the point now becomes is like in my opinion at least and i think we also discussed at the beginning of the season the lack of a striker for carlo ancelotti already was a handicap Carlo being in the position of competing for the top support in the league, competing for the UCL on its own is a miracle. That's even at the beginning of the season, yeah. And now considering the fact that this guy actually lost six of eleven starters at certain intervals in the season. Yeah. So I kind of feel like I know like football is a rootless game and like no one plays that game of rootlessness better than Real Madrid, but I still just feel like, you know, 
I don't think, you know, like <clears throat> Carlo is the reason why we will succeed yeah. or fail. I genuinely mm -hmm. believe that he's, these mistakes we have at the back, you know, this, I don't know if I should call it, you know, childlessness, or I don't know if I should call it stupidity, ignorance, ego, arrogance, whatever that Vinicius is displaying is the reason why we, we will lose, not because of what Carlo does or doesn't do. So that's why I feel like it will be, I don't know, this is what Real Madrid does. We have done, we have done this before. And let's not forget we sacked Carlo just one year after he, he won the last decima as well. So uh, it's, 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 it's going to be, you know, really my, my question is like, even, even I was going off on Vinny yesterday, but my emotions were high. And you know, even Jacob had a few things to say, but I did predict this, you know, this is going to happen, you know, sometime, sometime or the other, and people are going to really turn on Vinny. But can we really look at Vinicius's performance yesterday and really pin that loss on him? Can we really do that? Exactly. I, I said it earlier, like I'm not paying the loss on Vinicius Jr. But what I'm seeing mm. here is that mm. Vinicius Jr. behaving the way he behaved affected his performance on the pitch. Mm. Immediately yeah. after he scored the hat-trick, I, I like to yeah. point that this is what Vinny can do. The only thing that's mm. left in his game is to eliminate the antics. If he can eliminate the antics and focus on just what happens between the you know rectangular white lines, he is someone that nobody can stop. Honestly, I don't see any defender stopping Vini in you know in his pump. But the point is, until and unless he eliminates that, it's always going to be an if. That's just it. It's always going to the, the loss is not pinned on him. Honestly, but the point is, you want your talisman to stand up when the chips are down. And when he's fighting with the fans, with the ref, with come on, like who the fuck touches a referee, bro? That's the that's the number one rule that they write in the book of law. Never touch the referee. That's I mean, and you can even look at it like I don't know what's happening, but for me, I kind of interpreted the scene as this. It was a lack of disrespect to the captain Nacho as well. Nacho mm -hmm. was talking with the ref, and you're like, yo, yo, talk to me, talk to me. What the fuck, bro? This is your captain addressing the ref. I mean, you know, people want to talk about Cristiano and what is and what is not. I just felt like, I mean, Cristiano was a crybaby, even to his teammates, to everyone, to whatever, you know, that's something. But for Vinicius, like, there is something else there. I think it's like, you know, I don't know, if it, is it arrogance? Is it like, you know, being stupid, being childish? Like, there is something different. There. It's, it's uh, the word is petulant. He's just petulant, man. You know, he, he just looks for, looks for ways to whine. Um, that's what Vinny's doing. But at least the, the, that's what I was telling, you know, Jacob earlier, you know, um, in the post-match. There, there's an echo. Can you hear the echo or is it just, is it just me? Just on your end. Just me, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what I was telling Jacob, you know. Uh, Cristiano had goals and de decisive moments throughout the matches where, you know, we would say, oh, yeah, he is basically, you know, making too much out of it. Um, but Vinicius... Once he, you know, stopped his uh, brilliant run of form, that that's when people actually started questioning, you know, what what is he made of, right? And um, I used to be super concerned. I used to tell my mates, I used to tell rival fans as well that um, I don't like where Vinny is going, and I hope this stops. I hope he, you know, matures up. I hope he really, you know, um, gets to uh, be a lot more composed on, you know, like how how he, you know, um, you know, like. How, how he basically carries himself um, throughout the 90 minutes. But yeah, man, uh, I think that's all noise, basically. Uh, we can't really, you know, substantiate that to be the reason that we, you know, uh, went out with, with Atleti. But Jacob, uh, I'll, 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 you know, ask you to basically take the reins from here. And, you know, like, how are we going to cope with Almeria? Almeria is bottom of the league. We needn't really cope with, but mentally, um, do you think that this game is gonna, you know, provide us with enough, you know, happiness, you know, for for a sense? Because, like, I, I'll I'll be on the post match here, and I'll still be saying that, you know, um, what we did five days ago was was uh, inexplicable. You know, like uh, we we shouldn't have gone out, but yeah, I'll take the win. But apart from that, would it really lift the spirit? Not about lifting spirits. It's about uh, maintaining the momentum. Uh, so we have to remember mm. that Girona has lifted up, and this is our chance to actually uh, get mm. those two, get that important two points cap uh, with them. Uh, mm -hmm. 
the only thing that worries me for this fixture is that it's complicated right just because of the minutes that we've played so far over the last week um Ancelotti has to be thinking about man I need to actually rest some of these uh, starters the one ones like Carvajal the Fedes ones who've played like Bellingham even so that is the only thing that looks complicated to me apart from that it just looks so straightforward right uh, these guys are bottom of the league they considered the most goals in the league uh, they're finding it difficult to score because they're creating a few chances but then they they're just not clinical enough to score so all signs point to the fact that we're going to have a pretty decent game come uh, like provided that we don't do dumb shit at the back uh, so that's the only thing and just the lack of uh, i mean uh, the problem with uh, managing minutes that's also going to come into play so those are the two things that we have to like re- really be worried about but yeah would you start guler for no. a change no for who man like mm. I, i would honestly start brahim uh, either if it's for rodrigo vini or maybe even yeah uh, brahim should start 100% mm. maybe from bellingham because mm. bellingham man he's been he was a guy who was running the whole game I think he actually mm. needs some rest and if you're not going to give yeah. him rest against Almeria like you can't give him rest at any point in the season. So mm-hmm. I understand I understand you Jacob but I actually disagree man because the point is man I can't recall the time where all the fan base and even the players chips are down. This is a game that we need to go and put on a show. I totally understand you my man and I get you 100% and I will be with you any other day of the week. But mm. I feel like this game tomorrow is an important one for us because the thing is that we're coming back off of the back of a game that oh I and I'm saying like I can't remember the time where the fan base 100% everyone was on the same page because like okay some people be like oh you're over reaction but this is the first time like if when you go to the subreddit you can see like everyone is like what the fuck just happened so I, even the players like that as you know so straight was saying that even they're also like radio side social media interaction so this is the thing we need that reaction and we don't need the reaction of a scrappy of course it's almeria even if we told you respect you put the cantera kids eventually you're going to find a way to you know scrap through them you understand we don't need that scrappy one nil two you know two one victory we need to put on the show and i feel like jude honestly i thought was the biggest loser yesterday man the man played like zidane and he came out on the losing side i mean how is that even possible how is that even possible you know i would say honestly yesterday was one of the best i think top 3 top 4 games from jude but unfortunately he came out on the losing side man the skill this man was pulling bro i mean they're going to make a compilation that people are going to watch for ages from just that game bro mm, yeah so I, i honestly i just feel like you know like people like jude have to play because these are the people like you know this is I understand it's a game against Almeria and all that, but this, you know, just the, the they'll be itching the to prove prove a point, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. exactly, man, exactly. And mentally as well, like this team hasn't lost in a long time, and this is something completely new for them. So it's probably good to have uh, all the exactly. steady heads. Exactly, exactly. Well, um, talk about um, Almeria. Like how how bad can they be? right like when we faced them um early in the season i didn't think they were like terrible right like obviously almeria and you know real madrid like they 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 belong to like completely different planets right they they come from different classes entirely but um i think they gave it a real fight you know um in in the uh, what was it the stadium called powerhouse stadium I think the the stadium is called Powerhouse Stadium I'm not going to forget the, the the unique name but um Ariba scored the goal and you know we all remember like how that happened and you know we we were fuming you know even after winning the game regarding how we considered um but yeah Jacob like talk about uh, Ariba and you know how basically he has been with, with Almeria this season Yeah, uh, so when we first faced Arribas, uh, this was what I was telling you guys. Uh, Kubo and him mm. were the real Madrid, uh, l- like Loney slash uh, the graduates, right? Who actually went on and yeah. who were in red-hot form. We were all uh, wondering, yeah. man, Rodrigo can't hit a barn door at that point in the season. And uh, we were all mm. questioning our strikers. And then we were wondering, why did we let Arribas go? Why did we let uh, mm. Kubo go? And Arribas was mm. out in red-hot form at the point. Uh, I think he had four goals to his name. but if you look at him now he still only has five goals to his name he's only scored one after that he hasn't had any assists he was, i think he's had one assist over the whole season um 
it's just that that dude uh, needs to be more clinical i i feel like he does very well cutting in uh, going his moment is really good it's just the fact that he does he's missing that final pass he's missing that final shot the he's taking so many shots it's just all going wide so i i think those two those two teams they are at different points in that season um us we were like really struggling offensively we didn't have any answer apart from jude bellingham but right now we figured some stuff out uh and after before the athletic game there was no questions asked, asked about our defense as well hands down the best defense in europe even so mm. i guess things have changed yeah. and uh aribas not looking really good for him uh, to be honest uh, but kubo has where does he play does he play uh, as a part of the front two or down 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 the wing front three so he plays in the front, right, right front wing three. right right okay okay Yeah, and that's basically well, it. Uh, uh, so yeah. he he tries to transition the ball. He's their main uh, attacker who pushes their ball into the final third. But uh, it's up to Leo Baptista or Ramazani to actually create the goal uh, because he doesn't seem to have that edge about him. Hmm. Aribas, like, like I I remember like how you know horrible I felt when he actually you know was loaned out. I really did think that he would have a you know role to play. This was before Guler. This was after Guler. I think Guler was, was injured Guller. at that point. Like I don't remember a point in the season where Guler was not injured. <laughs> yeah, Guler was here, but um, I think I think the the very fact that Aribas is one of our own uh, made me feel like yeah he might have you know especially preseason I did feel like he you know would have a chance to step up. But I guess this is a good career you know. a uh, distraction especially for him, him to you know establish himself in the top flight i think he even mentioned it um a couple of days back i read a quote um that you know he wanted to play first uh division football which is which is great um but that's my question right often you wonder you know when you go to teams like almeria like do you really stand a chance like kubo went to mallorca was 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 similar right like he had a f- few good moments but did he really shine the way he did at sociedad he did right so a team like almeria like how much can it really i know like throwing some players into fire basically would reshape them right like would would basically you know uh reignite their uh their their their, their basic uh, you know their careers you know like with aribas is not reigniting you know but just giving those hard yards especially regarding experience you know yeah, just, playing just for a team just take a look at the... uh, mm. fucking uh, bohra mayor mm. at uh, getafe 12 mm. goals in the season already mm. uh mm. nobody in the getafe team can actually play, play better than him he is the one who makes it all happen mm. and it's sometimes it, but in the past it hasn't really worked out for uh, this guy bohra mayor before right yeah he was always missing yeah. chances uh, he wasn't clinical enough and what not but now he's figured out that edge uh, he's figured out his actual role so uh, it's not that uh, arivas Uh, after this uh, maybe he moves on from almeria maybe it's a, to a worse team but it's just maybe a matter of time until you know because we know aribas has the, the skill and uh, the technical yeah. know how and the skills uh, to actually succeed yeah it's just that he has to yeah. learn to be creative uh, maybe it's just a mindset thing so that'll come eventually i think like um does is does is um does his physique come into play as well like when i've seen in la liga especially like i know like guys like brahim you know they don't have uh an issue really being you know but when i see aribas like even with his small stature like i always liken him to brahim where basically they can bulldoze through you know uh people twice their size i haven't seen much of him outside you know especially our um, game away um but have you ever felt that his frame is an issue you know especially out wide no right like he, if, he he still if Kubo i, I can pull it off and you know uh, dance circles yeah. around any la liga defender so can these guys it's just a matter i, yeah. I think aribas is doing that he has a lot of dribbles mm. i can see that in all mm. the highlights you can basically put in mm. a nice compilation reel of the seasons aribas and probably get mm. uh, think that he's a very decent player but it's just the fact that he's just not clinical enough in the final third I remember Ramazani also causes a few problems especially in transition uh when, when we face them away um how has he be doing like yeah i mean uh he's like there, as per I, stats hmm. yeah in terms of stats uh, for this i think uh, four goals as well so mm-hmm. 
definitely uh, the most important creative threat uh, but he does uh, sometimes tend to uh, fade out from games so as of late like he's been coming on from the bench so in the barcelona game uh, in the girona game and whatnot he came off the bench like um them being them being bottom place like that that is that is there right like but when you look at their performances in isolation like we discussed you know before we came on um they do play better than what you know the the table shows right definitely like uh, if you look at them uh, las palmas are ninth in the league uh, raya valcano 11th in the league they scored the same amount of goals as them it's just that they fucking conceded 43 goals already that's, that's incredible said defending yeah yeah it's said defending so they're very vulnerable at the back uh, you can just put a put in a long ball over them and then the center backs have a hard time dealing with them i i saw the highlights against mm-hmm. barcelona atleti uh Girona the only time those guys actually created the chances were like long balls and set pieces yeah set pieces. Mm-hmm. right 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 um who who else do we have to watch out for from, from Almeria in, in your opinion Jacob I think uh, their uh, top scorers are Luis Suarez and Leo Baptista as of late Leo Baptista mm-hmm. is the one who's starting uh so Luis was uh, like he has a good track record right especially in la liga mm. i don't think so i mean uh, he does he's not a striker that scares me like uh, he needs he's similar to mm. gosselu he needs uh, five six chances to actually score a goal so mm. he doesn't scare me but luis leo baptista maybe he, he's a bit more clinical it's just that he's a bit more slower so it takes a while mm-hmm. for uh, he doesn't get as many chances right 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 well i hope I hope you know these guys you know especially like I have a feeling they're going to score one you know um, the only the only um the only positive outcome is going to be if they you know score towards the very beginning so that you know we can wake up pretty pretty early but um yeah I don't want to make it scrappy man like like you guys were alluding uh, alluding to earlier um on our end Farooq um should we should we really you know look to give players rest like like we said again like bellingham yes but what about some of our um, wing backs for instance you know like guys like mendy who has been playing back to back games especially coming back off an injury yeah i mean uh, that's the thing i don't know what happened to mendy yesterday night as well you know like uh, I, he was off mm-hmm. i don't know was it a tactical thing or was it you know uh, i think it was tactical i didn't agree with it when it happened mm. yeah i mean uh, that was the thing you know like after Mendy was off that's when you know uh, the whole Vinicius Griezmann chase happened you know uh, that's uh, i can understand why you would uh, feel that way but i i feel like yeah like you make you make a you know a good highlight there concerning you know the the the, the health issues that uh, chases Mendy up and down so i would not be surprised you know to see especially him get a get a get a you know get a rest and also i, I you know not even just the the the, the fullbacks i think carval most likely wouldn't get rest because because vasquez is just bad i think in the middle yeah. of the park as well we might see a little bit of you know shuffling there uh i think but then already it's been a shuffle even the last game because uh cruz came in for modric and you know stuff like that trying to start as well which again another you know really uh interesting selection by carl and Salotivo. i believe you know uh cruz and cruz and uh and so many should be back for this game so that that will already you know shuffle the middle of the park and give some rest to to to, to the players as well so many's performance farooq were you were you kind of surprised by what happened when he came on no i mean not too much because you know it was a very very emotional and high tempered game as well honestly i kind of felt like you know at the beginning we 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 you know lacked that uh influence that he and tony cruz brought together you know and uh but yeah i mean i wouldn't you know read too much into that honestly as i said like you know it was it was a really really emotional game honestly so i think it's and also one thing i was i also you know kind of thought was that okay like this is atletico madrid man we played them three times this season all three times it's been like you know just a horseshit game you know so maybe they're just our kryptonite you know so because there is no team that's i think pushed us to the wall more than atletico this this season so maybe you know every team has just that that bogey team during the season maybe for us atletico and we just have to be you know lucky that we have to play them once and that once is in our home ground so yeah hopefully we can use that to our advantage jacob um should we get into lineups or 
do we do we have anything else uh, to i don't have anything else on almeria it's just that uh, of course lucas vasquez is uh, back uh, as farouk mentioned so we can expect him to maybe get in and provide some rest to carvajal in the second half Uh, apart from that, uh, the other uh, there's not too much, right? I was kind of worried about Kamavinga yesterday after the match uh, because he he was hobbling around a bit after a nasty challenge from Atleti. Uh, but ho- uh, I I think he also was in training, so nothing to him. Uh, the other major news is that you know Benzema is back in Atleti hard. He's back training, so you know no more striker for us. I don't know who started the rumors. Was it <laughs> from a reputed source that uh, it was reported that we we were looking into getting him on loan? I did, I never saw that. Like, did you see? Did you see it circulating on Twitter? Yeah, so I saw it uh, for various clubs. Uh, it was either Real Madrid or Man United. I heard some Premier League rumors. You know, that yeah. was before a couple of days. Mm. I I also heard the Chelsea team, but I I never put you know any value to that honestly because like, uh, you know, and there's a difference between where uh, Benzema plays and where Jordan Henderson played as also well. you know all this so uh, the whole Saudi they just crumbling and I think it's just you know overblown. And yeah, obviously we just have to wait and see. But I don't think Benzema is leaving anywhere, man. Yeah. 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 Apart from that, like uh, Henderson. Okay. Yeah. Go, go ahead. On. Go ahead. You're no, 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 like, no, no, no. I, just... I want to hear about Henderson. Come on. Let's go. No, Henderson <laughs> really played for my hometown club. Basically, the place I grew up in, um, Damam. Um, he played for Etihad, so I can understand. You know, like it's not the wealthiest city. You know, it's on the top four clubs in in you know they have they have won the league just once I think in their entire history, um, which was kind of an underdog story like the Le- Leicester winning the Premier League kind of thing. Um, so I can understand why you know Henderson, like what Farouk said, you know why Henderson feels a bit uh, it's not as shiny as places like Etihad for sure. But I mean, the point is you do your homework. Mm. You just don't uproot your family and go somewhere. Like I mean, come on. You... Yeah. Even us, man, we get deals. Like, I mean, I moved from Nigeria to Europe. Even then, like, I had to redo my research. Man, like, it's like coming from a fucking shithole, bro. Even then, I am doing my research, bro. Like, you just don't yeah. move, like, you know, that way. And it's it's really weird. Like, I mean, yeah, okay, he's going from playing in the front of sixty thousand to playing in front of less than one thousand people. Like, obviously, that also takes the toll. But I mean, come on, you should do your you should do your research, man. Honestly, and I'm even mm-hmm. hearing that the funny thing is that he deferred his wages. And now he has forgone that wages so he can break the contract. I mean, what the fuck just happened? So literally, he went yeah. played for free and came back. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Was he um, one of those players who were like uh, shilling the Saudi league as well? Like he was probably saying like uh, they're now getting so many. So that was a way back. Better. Yeah, it was a way back. Mm. But when money talks, you know, it's different. It's different. But um. Yeah, Doris was in the comments. She was mentioning, you know, big up Doris when he just scored a hat trick in the final and won us a trophy. He had a shed game. His temper is nothing new to us. Just proved what we have been saying this whole time. Uh, dude needs to chill. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, that's the thing. Like, I mean, we're gonna go into another game even just very soon, most likely when we play Leipzig in February, March as well. You know, Vinny's gonna put mm-hmm. up a world class performance, and we're gonna keep praising him. But the point is, this kind of attitudes, you know. Cost you at vital moments, you know. As we said, yeah. we didn't lose the game because of Vini, but also Vini didn't influence the game the way he could have because of that. So you know, it's it's just it's 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 a back and forth, honestly. And someone needs. I mean, come on, like just three days ago, man, everyone was booing every single touch Kony Cruz had on the pitch. Did he react to that? I mean, okay, you might say Cruz is older and calm, and but come on, like that's an example, real life in front of you, man. He was in the yeah. stadium around. 40-50,000 people, every single one was booing him, man. Mm. But the man played like nothing was happening. He doesn't even need to look that far because Tony Cruz comes from a different background, a different setup. He is just wide different, right? But just look at Rodrigo. That's what I was telling Jacob yesterday. You know, like people are just wide different. You know, you, you can't expect two Brazilians to behave the same way, but still, but still. Um, Jacob, let's 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 get into lineups, man. Yeah, sure. Uh, before we get to lineups, I was gonna ask you this, right? Um, so in mm. yesterday's match, we saw Nacho go down, and we thought that was the end of our season, right? So in yeah. in case God forbid uh, something happens to one of our center backs, do you think we're gonna get another signing, or are we just gonna play uh, Chomeni at the back? It's gonna be Chomeni at the back. Carlo was very upfront with it, right? Remember? 
a couple of weeks back he he was coming on press conferences you know chest out saying that nobody's going to be signed it's going to be Joao Mini playing at center back even if he doesn't like it you know he is he is he is the italian man's prisoner fucking okay, one of those like one of those 80s porno movies but uh, it's it's funny when we need to really you know <laughs> hope and pray that um, we don't you know end up in that situation cuz one more injury and the entire season is jeopardized i believe um i thought the season was already jeopardized like faruk said this is a miracle that's that's happening right now but um yeah one more center back going down is gonna really really you know send alarm bells ringing okay yeah man let's let's mm. do line up so carlo came out and said uh, he's gonna start kepa right at goal he said that yeah, yeah. today yeah he said it yesterday fuck uh, in la liga oh, yeah, I mean, in the post match yeah. okay yeah he said this even before he played uh, barcelona in the final house so he said that like he had already decided lunin for the copa game and kepa in the league Yeah, but so then he that... flipped it around, right? No, no, it's the same. Lunin started yesterday, so Kepa starts on, on Sunday as well. I mean, in the Barca game, also, oh. it was after the Barca game, yeah? No, it was before the Barca game. Was before so why Barca did Kepa start against Barcelona, man? Lunin started Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. No? It was Atleti. Uh... Why did Kepa start against Atleti? That was a question, right? Like, yeah, like, it, it, it's mad. Like, because earlier, I was thinking, Lunin for league and the Champions League, right? That's what the general understanding was. That's what he said. right then for the final lorin all of a sudden starts the uh, supercopa spana final like so i no, don't get no, it no. I, i think mm-hmm. it is because uh, after the game before but the barcelona final he said lorin starts the final right. lorin starts copa and kepa comes back man but there's no copa anymore what the hell <laughs> no uh, no no i think i think carlo was referring to he starts the derby so it's it's not it's not a case of competitions anymore that's what i feel like this is so fucked up man no, no, i have no idea I, what's I, going I, on i feel like what's happening is right now maybe it's going to be like you know the cup uh you know if you remember with the 2014 casillas in the U, in the cup and the ucl and uh lopez in in the in the league i don't think it's at, at, as clear as that like that was that that was clearly defined Like, do you think this is clearly defined? I don't think so, because Carlo is doing what he wants week to week, and, and this goalkeeping situation, like you know, people are not happy about it, right? Like we we knew this. We used to talk about this for months, right? Like we can't really um, see the coach deciding on someone anytime soon. And if he you know flip flops around Kepa and Lunin, it does nobody any favors. Like it's basically you know uh, putting both of them. basically throwing both of them under the bus like i i don't i don't get it um this might be another you know, psychological tactic again you know kepa playing the lesser important or you know these a smaller team you know compared to you know threaty um at home and then lorin when there's a big game he comes back straight into the firing line i don't get it so where is continuity where is confidence being being you know shown by the staff yeah we were we were all talking about yesterday man like uh, fucking uh, these uh, guys don't talk talk amongst each other nacho doesn't talk uh, ask lunin to come in front lunin doesn't say hey i'm going to get the ball there's no communication and if these guys don't play together there's not going to be any communication not with kepa and rodiger not with uh, lunin and rodiger either i don't get it so So what you guys are telling me is Kepa's 100% going to start yeah that's what he said in the post match yesterday yeah. I read the post match quotes I didn't see that I I saw Jacob Yeah I saw it on Twitter uh it was Ancelotti's quote Okay Yeah I I'm not sure if he mentioned that yesterday but I know that uh, Kepa has been designated to start in the league against Almeria on Sunday May God help us man um Yeah. So no, I mean you you mm. just considered three goals yesterday man like what is going helping you with man all of them is just horseshit bro like whether you choose to accept it or not like I understand you guys this comment about Lunin growing and obviously I can see that I'm not stupid but my point still remains as long as mm. you have both Kepa and Lunin I mean I don't know like everyone has their own opinion but I definitely feel if Courtois was in goal yesterday I don't consider three goals this is the point those three goals for sure I know off the top of my head one of them doesn't go in for sure maybe even two you know so that's the thing like you guys think might argue or disagree or whatever it is but the point is 
both Lunin and Kepa aren't goalkeepers that will save you matches, in my opinion. They are good average keepers for average teams in the league. But when she, I mean, come on, like you guys have seen what, you know, what's happening in the league. Like we have people like Kutua who basically is just a one man, you know, was a one man defense once upon a time. I mean, that's just thing. Like, I just don't feel like both those those guys are up to the standard. They just can't get shit done. Here and there, yeah, Real Madrid is always going to win eventually. Here and there, they will, you know, do something. Like they're goalkeepers by trade, by, you know, I mean, even I'm an engineer, by I'm a shitty engineer, but one day, one way or another, I will get something right. You know, that's the thing. So that's that's how life is, man. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe you're being a bit too harsh, uh, you know, especially with uh, Lunen. But yeah, um, I get your point. I get your grievances. But Jacob, man, like let, let's talk about um, the lineup. So Kepa is going to start, right? That's fixed. Um, the center back pairing. We don't have options, man. It's going to be Nacho and Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, out wide, yeah. I. I... Kind of ex- okay. Carvajal has to start. Uh, he doesn't really have a backup because, uh, like everyone said, Vasquez is just back. Probably we will get mm. to see him feature in the second half, uh, and hopefully yeah. he takes Carvajal off a bit earlier. Uh, in defense, because uh, man has been run to the ground. Yeah, at left back for uh, the last part of the last two months. Mm. Definitely uh, at left back, I, I would start Mendy just to have the solidity at the back uh, because this is uh, an important fixture. We need a bounce back and we need Mendy. Yeah, yeah. Um, about the midfield, Farouk. Yeah, for the midfield, uh, many Cruz, Fedi, uh, and uh, and 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 that's quite interesting. But actually, I'm thinking now maybe many Cruz, Brahim, and Bellingham instead of Fede. I I don't know, man. Because... I have a feeling it's gonna be Cruz and Modric for some reason. Hmm. Okay. What 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 makes you think that? Uh, because it's Almeria, and uh, maybe Carlos looking to you know steady the, steady the ship. And what 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 better midfield than to steady the ship there with uh, Cruz and Modric? Mm-hmm. This is this is nothing game. So there's there's no talk about steadying the ship. You know, if it was a high profile game, then I would understand steadying the ship. But this, if the step. If the if the ship isn't steady yet, we 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 are basically fucked, right? Like you know, if we don't see uh, the positive side of the result against Almeria, telling you, man, people are gonna turn. I'm gonna turn, right? So I'm not gonna you know tolerate you know something against Almeria, especially at home. Um, but yeah, I, I get you. Like Luka Modric and Tony Cruz, um, and then Jude and Raheem Farouk. Is that what you prefer? Uh, if Luka Modric and Tony Cruz are playing, then I think it's going to be Fede, not Brian and Jude. Mm. I think it, it's going to be it's going to be that box midfield, you know, with Cruz yeah. and 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 Fede at the bottom and in the pivot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Uh, I think that's that's what's going to look like. Well, yeah, man. I mean, it's a home game. I can understand, you know, uh, playing against Almeria, bottom of the league. You no, know, have no victory so far, so I, I can understand, you know, Jacob's uh, comment there. So. A Cruz and Modric combo wouldn't be too bad as well, but yeah, man. Let's see. Like, uh, I just feel like you know, Fede Valverde looks, I don't know, a shadow of himself. If that's a right word to use, not a shadow of himself per se. Like he had. Really he he looked best. a he looked a bit tanked. I mean, he has been running for you exactly. know, okay. yeah, he's been but overplayed. Then, you know, mm. This is the thing. Like you know, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, come on, he's you know. He's most likely to recharge his batteries by then, so there's also that. But you, you, you know, you never can, you never can tell. But yeah, as I said, like I feel like tomorrow we, uh, sorry, Sunday we just have to, you know, go for jugular from the beginning, man. Like there is no, you know, messing around, slow start for the first 10, 15 minutes. Nah, this is a game that from the fir- first blow of the whistle, we just have to kick the ball into the half, man. Full, for, you know. Full, to, you know, total football, just pressing, pressing, pressing. You know, trying to get something done as quickly as possible. And and the fans would make them know, um, hundred percent. You know, if we uh, don't, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, if we go zero zero at halftime, definitely the bulls are coming out. The, the you know the white handkerchiefs are being you know raised. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Imagine that against Almeria. Zero zero at halftime mm. against Almeria. Definitely, man. The, the roof is you mm. know that's the retractable roof is gonna come down, man. <laughs> Jacob, uh, the front two. 
I don't know, man. Uh, I think uh, maybe Rodrigo and Brian, but uh, that would send a message, right? That would mean that uh, Carlos sending a message to winning. So I don't think that's going to happen. That would be my ideal front two, but it's got, probably going to be either Vinny <laughs> and uh, Rodrigo or Vinny and uh, Brian. I mean, we have to Ancelotti's middle name is not sending message. If there's anything, Ancelotti's middle name is receiving messages. Of course, he's going to start Vinny. Even if Vinny goes and slaps Diego Simeone, he's still going to start, man. Yeah. That's just me. I, I just don't see that happening. Because the point is, whether we like this or not, like the club and the staff as a whole are sort of condoning what Vinicius is doing. That's just the thing. Whether we like it or not, that's just it. Like, why is no one coming and calling them out? No one is calling Vinicius out. No one. Man, you can He's see Carlo from the sidelines shouting at Vinicius. Vinicius doesn't listen to him. Bro, I mean, I think there is a there's a certain level of um, thinking where, whereby, you know, like, what can you really do to stop it? Because remember, like, we, we used to talk about this. Like, I spoke about it to Jacob uh, last night as well. Um, when Cruz came out, you know, last year or, you know, around this time in, in the press conference, then he basically had to say, you know, he has to basically man up. He, he shouldn't get pulled into these kind of, you know, um, distractions and, you know, stay focused, you know, like, so... I was asking Jacob, like, have you ever seen Cruz come and basically, you know, ask Vinny to calm down? So I think that's that's basically the biggest indication that the dressing room knows what he's about, especially when he gets irritated or, you know, antagonized. Um, and this is always the path where, you know, Vinicius is, is going to go well, down. Through. That's that's, mm. that's the thing, though, like, so if you, whether we like to admit this or not, but like when you look at players mm. like Luka Modric and Tony Cruz, they have never been those people. Because even, mm. let's not forget, like, when the whole racism issue happened with Vinicius Jr., where was Cruz and where was Modric? They were mm. there looking from afar. Who came to Cruz? It was Chouameni. It was, what's he called? Lucas Vasquez. It was, uh, what's the name of the other guy? Rudiger. I, I forgot. Rudiger. It was Rudiger. Mm. Those were the guys who came to Vinicius Jr. and were trying to, you know, calm him down. Where are the so-called captains, the Cruz, the Modric, the Benzema? Where were they? This is something that has been lacking from our team since the departure of Ramos, Casillas, even to some extent, Rafael Varane. This is it. Even Marcelo, Marcelo as well, to give him credit. This is something that has been lacking from the team. Like, whether you like it or not, like this Cruz and Modric guys, those are not the guys who do this. And it's been obvious since the whole Vinicius incident has started. Like, I don't think I've seen any incident with Modric being the one who is mediating with, with, with Vinicius or Cruz being the one. No, it's always those other guys. It's either even we could see, like, it's, I don't know, David Ancelotti or some of the other guys from the bench. It's the, you know, Carvajal, it's, it's the, you know, Kamavingas. Those are the guys who are, you know, mediating this whole thing. You know, that's the thing, like, there is no, at least in my opinion, I haven't seen this, like, sufficiently. Like, people need to call him out. And I don't know, maybe it's the lack of the leadership style is different with these guys or something like that. But I just feel like people need to call him out. Honestly, like, I don't know what Carlo needs to do or not, but... I mean, if there is anyone who can handle this, I think it's Carl Ancelotti. The man basically is, you know, the definition of calmness. He's the definition of experience, you know. He's the definition of respect. If there is one coach who was going to get respected by every single person in the world, it's Carlo. So that's the thing. I just do. I just feel like they're not doing enough, you know. Like in, And the point is, you know how it's, the saying goes, like, if you don't do anything, it's another way of condoning. That's just it. So it's mm-hmm. damning. So uh, RMFC Hassan, he's here on the chat. He says one thing that needs to happen is Vinny's parents need to give him a humbling. <laughs> he's not a young young kid anymore, you know. Um, people forget that he's twenty three. He especially, you know, like he's not a normal twenty three either. He he's wearing number seven for Real Madrid, right? So he he has to has to you know um, really let go of this of the of this pettiness, man. Um, so Prince, yeah. Arthur, Prince Arthur also says, uh, I reckon he benches him in the next game. I want us to rest some key players and use that to rest bench him. This has never happened in our team. A player who quickly loses his temper and throws a tantrum. I mean, is Vinicius losing his temper? Though? Like Vinicius is literally winding people up out of nowhere, bro. Fans yeah. are chanting. I mean, this is football, bro. Even when you play fucking FIFA, man, you're insulting the person that is playing close to you, your friend, bro. This is how it works. So, of course, when you go to a position stadium, they're going to insult you and your mother and your sister and your father, your uncle, your great-grandfather. This is what it happens, man. You don't need to respond to them. This is how it works. Like, this is just the whole issue of banter, not thereof, you know? 
Like Vinicius is not, you know, it's not like throwing a chance. Vinicius basically is starting all of this. He's starting all of this. When when Prince Arthur says that I haven't seen a player who who used to do this, you know, he he has uh, he either he's too young, haven't seen Cristiano at his peak with us. You know, I'm when I when I thereby mean the peak when you know when Mourinho was here and you know the hundred point season, you know, and you know the first couple of years he used to be. Uh, Bro, when you know, when has when 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 has Ronaldo gone and fought with the coach, fought with the referee, fought with the player all in a single game? I don't think this has ever existed. Bro. Yeah, uh, the the combination is pretty lethal. You know, I I, I can't <laughs> really, <laughs> I can't really watch for that. But um, man, like I, I remember like, that season, right? Uh, Ronaldo mm, used to fall down a lot, yeah. but that was just to get uh, those free kicks, those penalties. He was trying to do it for yeah. the team and to just absolutely win. But Vinny, it doesn't yeah. seem like there's a reason to why he's doing it. He's just it. It's either arrogance or ego or just trying to get back at whoever's taunting him. That's it's not. He's not doing this to like actually uh, make his team better. I don't know. Imagine, imagine you you sit there, right, wearing number seven, and you know fans like you, you're basically telling Vinicius that you know stuff that he does on the pitch is basically harming the team. I I don't understand, man. I don't understand. Like you know, I I don't think even Eden Hazard, you know, I can blame that on him. But right, like people would be, you know, basically out to kill him if he did stuff like what Vinny does. Because Vinny is in a position of such prestige and he has so much credit in the bank, I think he gets away with it most of the time, especially when we win. Right? Like nobody bats an eye. But it's results like yesterday that 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 really, you know, pisses people off. Um Arum Sefata was also mentioning if no one is in the club, if no one in the club can sort him out, then his parents are the last hope. That's never happening. Um, Hassan was also saying you act like a menace when you perform on the pitch. Vinny was thinking it out and trying to argue with Simeone De Paul. Um, what was that? Um, back healing the ball. back healing the ball to win a corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. But that's how I play FIFA as well. Jacob has played with me. He knows what I do. Right? Like, I, I try to wind people up. Man, it works on FIFA. And when you win, it's great. Right? And even on FIFA, when you lose, you know you, you made an absolute clown out of yourself, you know, trying to, you know, uh, basically, you know, wind people up. Um, but, yeah, man. Vinicius thing is, is a sideshow. Um, I wouldn't pay much attention to it. Because um, it's going to continue. Whether people like it or not, That's it's going to go down to, you know, even... It, it won't happen in the Champions League, I don't think. It won't. You know, um, when people used to tell me, oh, it doesn't happen in the Champions League, I used to argue that 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 point. But what I saw against City or, you know, Chelsea, did it really happen? The, the annoying uh, arguments and stuff like that? No. Um, whether it be, uh, whether, like, could it be the stakes? Could it be the refereeing? Could it be the crowds? You know, uh, no idea, but it doesn't happen much in the Champions League. Um, I, I think, referees, man. We, like, uh, I think yeah, as a club yeah. also, like we need to stop like uh, going in on on these referees. There was another video on RMTV just highlighting all of the referees' mistakes again. We do that mm. after every game now. So annoying. Yeah, we do that. I mean, it's 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 uh, the, the club really does that quite a lot. Like I don't really stand with that, but sometimes you wonder. The refereeing is so shit, someone should speak. Yep. Right? I mean, that's the other side. Um, yeah, so the front two, uh, Farouk would ideally like Vinicius to be dropped, right? Um, but that's not going to happen. So, Vinny and uh, Brahim up top? I don't know. I, th I think it's still going to be Rodrigo, man, for some reason. This, you, you just can't. Yeah. This season, Carlos like so hard to uh, uh, like predict, especially like after a loss like that. Uh, we mm. don't know what he's gonna do. So like us trying to choose a uh, lineup, it's it's really hard this time. I would I would truly start Guler. What better time it is to start Guler, give him some confidence at home in front of the fans against basically the bottom side, rock bottom side in La Liga, right? Like he can play in the hole. Pretty well. Instead of Bellingham? Maybe give some rest to Bellingham. I would really want Guller to start. 
but you know Farooq has a point. You know, Farooq has a point. Um, but Guller has been basically been teased for so long. I think you know he should uh, finally be given the chance. Hasan was mentioning Hossel and Rahim. Rest the rest the other two. Um, they have played well together. You know that they they have very good synergy. Hossel, Ibrahim, Jude, those guys. The other question, Farooq, you weren't here, yeah? Since it's kind of uh, has been, you know, dwelling on my mind. Um, we did discuss, we have been discussing this, but, you know, this fresh chapter that unfolded yesterday adds a bit more uh, perspective to the to the, to the the question, right? So since Vinicius came back, we have lacked a lot less fluidity than before. Um, is it true or not? Like, I did feel it that way, but Jacob was like, yeah, you could say it to a certain extent, but not really. Where do you stand? Uh, I think, uh, no, I don't think we have lacked. Because I think for the, mm. even in, in the Atletico Madrid game, for the first 15, 20 mm. minutes, like, we were really good. Like, I mean, offense, mm. okay, we, it's like we didn't, you know, score all of the chance, all of the goals and whatever, but we were really good, like, for the mm. first, because I felt like, you know, the goal from Lino came out of nowhere. Because I yeah. felt like, you know. You Against know, a run of play. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like we we were really good. And let's not forget what just happened, you know, in the game against Barcelona. I understand, like, yeah, yeah. you know, the the the, the semi finals against Atletico Madrid, valid point. But again, Vini was just coming back from injury, so I feel like he was trying to play himself into form. But I think in the past two games, I think the fluidity is not uh, something that I would raise as a question. Like, okay, yeah, it's not as strong yet, but you can see the glimpses there. You can see, you know, the link up and and the interdot. So, uh, yeah, I would side with Jacob on this one. Fair, fair. Um, yeah, so the front two is basically out for interpretation. We can't really nail down a front two, right? So we most likely predict it's going to be Rodrigo and Hosselu. I mean, Rodrigo and Vinicius again. But um, yeah, man, Jacob, anything else that we need to cover? Um, no, man. Uh, nothing else comes to mind. Right, I guess that's pretty much it, boys. Um, Pick up every single one of you in the chat. Pick up people tuning in as well. A lot of people, especially Ashik, blow up the DMs, you know, with this rant. And uh, I agree to most of it, you know. I told Ashik then. I'm going to tell Ashik now if he, if, you go, if he's going to you know listen in later on. That uh, yeah, man, I was I was seeing as well. But like I like I said in the you know the opening intro of the spot. Um, tomorrow's a new dawn. You know, Sunday is a new dawn, a new uh, new day. For us to redeem ourselves and basically, you know, set the tempo again, reset the tempo and set it again for 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 Feb because Feb is gonna be peak, right? Like after after a couple of weeks, we have Atleti at home, we have the like Leipzig away, Champions League round of 16, first leg. Um, the games are gonna be coming in thick and fast. Copa del Rey yeah. now, in hindsight, uh, is, is a I think is a good dodge, right? Like we basically are gonna give our players a lot more uh, room to rest, recover, um, and basically be more focused, man. More is happy, you know. Or like he was alluding to earlier that uh, you know, Copa is a distraction. You know, he would rather have uh, the players fit and avoid the you know the um, the schedule being so congested. But yeah, big up every single one of you in the chat. Big up people who are gonna be tuning in. Uh, again as well later on uh, on on audio platforms as well pick up every single one of you um pick up manscaped as well um like i mentioned earlier manscaped are our first official partners for the podcast for the channel um they're gonna be here with us uh for the near future and uh yeah like valentine's day is coming up you know it's it's a new year if you, if you if you really haven't added you know stuff to your new res, new year resolutions, this is something in way you can you know basically uh, reignite that. Um, yeah, it's it's also a very you know uh, neat way to show some support uh, to the channel and you know show some love to your boys that have been you know basically uh, doing this for you know the past couple of years or so. Um, the link is in the description below. Uh, we have a unique code LBR20. I repeat LBR20 to get 20% off um, plus free shipping. It ships to almost every place, I think, uh, apart from, you know, apart from some places in Asia. Um, and yeah, boys, uh, they have a lot of uh, they are pioneers in, you know, below the waist 
uh, grow with, but they also have a lot of apparel. They have uh, some some neat uh, t-shirts, boxes, um, loungewear. You know, um, so guys and girls out there, if you if you want to gift something to someone, you know, gotta um, show some love and you know gotta show some love to the channel. There's no better way. Um, if you do get something, uh, please do me a favor and you know basically send the receipt to one of our DMs on Twitter or Instagram so that you know we can tell them. Um, you know, you guys came through our code. But I guess even if you apply the checkout code, um, you know they, they're gonna get to know that you guys came from us. But still, a receipt would be you know even better. Uh, it, it, it's it's something small. It's not absolutely necessary. But uh, yeah, boys, we finally have uh, a way for you guys to show some love uh, to the channel and to the movement, to the project. You know, it's 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 what it is because of you know what you guys. Uh, um do basically you know being here you know making this a two-way conversation two-way street is what makes the spot what uh, it is bigger person as well as was mentioning was as a manscaped sponsorship yeah life's changing a hundred percent bro life's been on the up life's been on the better for a while um i hope it culminates in a big big title this season you know uh hopefully the double as well you know, fingers crossed fingers crossed inshallah but um yeah man until next time, hopefully, yeah, uh, for the Almeria. Yeah. Oh yeah, the predictions. My bad, my bad. I'm I'm not usually hosting the previous, so I might be a bit rusty. Um, predictions. Go for it, Jacob. Uh, I'm gonna go for a bold three 0 win. Easy. Uh, first half three goals, and then second half we try try a few goals, but then it's the subs, so we don't really score anything. Mm. Okay, three 0 I, I go for a four-one man. I just think uh, they get the score, but uh, I go for a four-one man. I just think that it's not going to be pretty two-nil, but it's going to be you know two not so aesthetically pleasing go goals, you know. Um, but we get the job done and we move on. You know that that's that's the most important bit. Um, but yeah, boys, predictions out of the way. Hopefully, you know, we come back here Sunday night and, you know, have a much better outlook of the season, you know, and completely put this uh, in our rear view mirror. Uh, Hassan Fredericks a 4 0 big dog, Selu masterclass. Selu, he basically addresses Hosselu as Selu. I, I don't get it, you know, but it's, 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 it's kind of it's cute. I'm not going to lie. Um, but until next time, people. Allah Madrid. Allah Madrid. Thank you.